Day on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Everything is ablaze, including your uh, your head when it comes to uh, electricity. And, of course, uh, Global News just continuing to hammer the government uh, with more stats coming out of, uh, of the electricity file, uh, including 37,000 Ontarians, nearly 30% uh, of their income goes to paying electricity. Uh, this means that one-fifth of energy's distributors, 950,000 residential customers, uh, use between 25 and 400 percent more of their available income than the anti-poverty group uh, Low Income Energy Network recommends. Uh, to talk more about all of this, Krista Doust is with us, Director of Family Services, Neighbor to Neighbor Centre, a Hamilton-based member organization of the Low Income Energy Network in Ontario, and is with us now. Hello, Krista. How are you today? I'm good, Scott. Thanks. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Uh, tell, tell us about being a member organization of the Low Income Energy Network in Ontario. Oh, well, I think it's uh, for a number of years we've been a, a member of the Low Income Energy Network um, group just to keep a, keep track of the issues that are affecting those who are living in poverty um, around I- issues of how, how high bills are um, and, you know, to sort of understand what are the stories, what, what, how are people being affected by these, um, especially now, how people are being affected by um, these high electricity rates. We certainly are hearing lots of stories uh, lately. How bad is it, Krista? Well, I can speak from the perspective of Hamilton, working at Hamilton Mountain as an organization here that um, runs the Low Income Energy Assistance Program and the Ontario Electricity Support Program. We're seeing that uh, numbers who are coming through our doors with needing emergency help have tripled um, compared to numbers from last year. It's really... uh, there's, there's a real burden and a taxing on our system, I think. Um, it's very difficult, especially during December. It's such a, um, it's, it can be a tough time for a lot of families. Um, but certainly if you're just on the margins, as you had, as you had uh, mentioned earlier, then having this bill come in that's sort of a surprise, um, a much higher than you're used to, that can just send you right into um, debt. Uh, it's really, really troubling for folks. So as an organization, what can you guys do? How do you help? Well, we can help people to avoid getting disconnected. And if they have been disconnected with, from their electricity, we can uh, do an application to assist them with um, up to a maximum of $500. It is, an, an, it is a uh, one-time emergency assistance within the, the year. Um, we can also help people to apply for the credit if they haven't received the credit on their bill and they are low income. Um, we can assist to kind of reduce their bill a little bit. Um, you, you know, you, you can certainly understand, uh, you know, from a, a perspective of any business that, you know, if customers don't pay, they can't continue with the service. But is disconnection the answer here? I mean, we're just hearing these horrific stories of 1,400 people, over 1,400 families that were, that uh, had been disconnected and then and put back on by Hydro One. Um, right, yeah. is, is this the answer? Is, I, I'm not sure disconnection is the answer, although it is, uh, as you, as, you know, as a business, you do have to yeah. um, consider some of, you, you know, you do have to keep your business running. Um, disconnection might not be the answer, um, but I do think there are other, other ways. I think the bigger issue is around poverty, and the bigger issue is around these rising electricity rates. If some of those can, and if some of those things can be tackled, then I think um, we're going to see there's, there'll be less need for disconnection, right? Um, and so really, I think attacking more of the root 
makes makes more sense. How much, uh, you know, obviously whether uh, it's food banks or, or anybody else who or any organization that helps people the way that your organization does. I mean, it's an ongoing thing. It's a 12 month of, of the year thing. Uh, and you have the challenges that you traditionally always have. How much lately has electricity been a factor? Do, do people come in and say, this is what's hurting me? I mean, as opposed to the other challenges that they face. Absolutely. Um, we're seeing more people access our Christmas program saying like this Christmas is going to be a real struggle for us. Um, and, you know, and we need a little bit of extra help at this time of the year. Um, we're also seeing folks say, I have to make the choice between um, buying groceries at the store or buying, uh, you know, paying for my elect- uh, paying for my mortgage or paying for my rent and paying for my electricity bill. These aren't choices that anybody wants to make. They're, they're nightmare choices, really. Um, Nobody should have to pay. Like the the ideal would be to not be able, not have to pay thirty more than thirty percent of your income on housing costs, and that hmm. includes like electricity, utilities. So these conversations that people have, and that have made the media lately in regard to disconnection, none of this stuff surprises you at this point. I'm guessing. No, it doesn't surprise me. I think it, it's a it's an issue that's just only going to continue um, until something is done. Really. Uh, obviously, uh, come January, we're going to see another spike. And uh, also implementation of cap and trade. Are you anticipating more uh, more demand once that happens? Have you thought about that at all? Um, it's hard for me to know exactly and to predict what what some of those things, what the impact of some of those things might be. What I know right now is we don't see an end in sight. We see that this is going to continue to be busy. We're going to continue to see people struggling um, and continue to see people that are. Um, kind of plunging into poverty who are kind of maybe just just making it before people working two jobs, uh, minimum wage, precarious employment, um, plunging into poverty because they really are finding it an incredible squeeze. And, you know, you bring up a valid point, Krista, is that mm-hmm. it's not like there's some sort of help or improvement on the horizon. It's not, um, no, I don't think, you yeah. know, even with food banks, we always, we, we certainly hear that demand is always increasing, but it always seems to be something we can manage. This right. seems like it's, you know, it's just going to keep becoming a challenge and an issue for you. It certainly feels that way at this point. Um, I think there is Hope. I think there are decisions that can be made to to and maybe um, you know things that can improve. But at this point, um, I, I'd be I'm interested to see what what will happen. Hmm. And you don't. Uh, there's nothing that you're hearing from uh, elected officials or government that, that that gives you some optimism moving forward on this. Any help? You know what? I I I really can't speak to that. I, I think that um, I think the biggest thing is just understanding what's happening at a local level and seeing, um, you know, how neighbors are struggling and doing our, our best to try to um, help in, in any way we can. Krista Douse has been with us, Director of Family Services, Neighbor to Neighbor, a Hamilton-based member organization of the Low Income Energy Network in Ontario and on the front lines uh, trying to keep people uh, in their homes with power on. Krista, thanks very much for the time and insight. Keep up the great work. Great. Thanks, Scott. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.